Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you, prophetess. How are you this evening? Oh, I'm feeling a little bit better. Not much, but I'm hanging in there. Amen. Amen. I think we have Elder Shank or... uh, Yes. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Hi, Elder Uh, Shank. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Oh, I'm a little bit better. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too, and hopefully... This is a better year for you as well. I receive that because God knows I need it, and I'm receiving yeah. it. Yes. Is uh, Elder Earl on? He, he's talking to the Hicksons right now. He'll be on in a second. All right, Elder Shank, would you please begin with prayer? Sure. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you. We praise you. We bless your holy name. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to see another year. And, Lord, we just ask that you would bless everybody this year, that everyone would be blessed by you. 
Lord, we just ask you to come be with us and let this conversation tonight be uplifting and bring you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. One second, praise the Lord, one second. Uh, God bless you. Thank you, uh, sir. Uh, thank you, Elder Shank. Uh, God bless you, uh, uh, prophetess, and uh, thank the Lord, amen, for New Year. We want to say Happy New Year to everybody. Um, I'm going to be on just for a short period of time. I have to go and pick up uh, my wife here in a bit, but uh, we thank God, amen, for the night and uh, tonight's uh, roundtable discussion. I just recently, just a few moments ago, in the last half hour, I began to write some things on uh, Facebook about uh, the manifestation of honor. And I was talking about uh, a breach in uh, the church uh, as it relates to um, father and and sons uh, and uh, spiritual alignment between, and when I say sons, I'm referring to female and male, not just the male gender, but I'm referring to uh, a scripture that uh, is in Malachi, the Lord would bring a curse upon the earth, Uh, but he's referring to the fact that uh, lest, uh, you know, the fathers uh, extend healing to the sons and and vice versa, Uh, relationship and alignment um, with leadership and uh, sons and daughters in God. And so I was talking about um, honor and uh, even to the point uh, that uh, a lot of times uh, leaders uh, have been pouring out uh, uh, their lives towards sons and daughters, uh, a flow of their life, a flow of uh, spiritual life to them, and there's nothing in return. And uh, so I'm talking about the manifestation of honor and I'm going to say this and then open up the round table because I'm speaking fast. And I gave an example, for example, uh, when in 1 Samuel chapter 9, when uh, Saul, prior to him becoming proud, uh, saw a man of God, an honorable man of God, and would not receive his revelation without desiring to uh, give him a, um, a gift. And uh, so he thought to honor him he would not take revelation without uh, giving a gift. And uh, so uh, I uh, began to uh, talk about honor. I shared uh, on uh, Facebook uh, even uh, a place uh, where uh, when I first came into the church, one of the first religious sayings that I heard in church was, and I think everybody's heard this, and maybe a lot of people have said this, giving honor to God. Uh, honor to the pastor and the first lady. And uh, I uh, wrote that uh, we, when people do that, we need to stop them from doing that unless they have been taught, trained to understand the uh, ramifications of what it means to uh, honor um, God, to honor leadership. 
And so uh, in one sense tonight, I'm just kind of um, um, jump-starting a discussion on what it means to honor God, honor leadership. I even touched on honoring wives, wives honoring husbands, uh, children honoring parents, and et cetera, uh, et cetera. So um, I'm speaking fast, but does anybody want to uh, jump in and uh, uh, discuss what I'm saying or even ask me questions because I am talking fast? God bless you. So no one uh, wants to uh, uh, say anything. I I know this is a a quick discussion, but um, allow me just to read what I allow me what to read what I uh, wrote, and uh, we can discuss this or anything on your heart. I said there's a breach in the household of God. In some cases, fathers in the ministry have not been given proper honor. And I understand, saints, and I'm not reading now, I understand that a lot of times in um, the church setting that uh, people have abused their relationship to congregations and abused the people of God because there is, uh, uh, excuse the expression, in some cases they have pimped congregations and, and people and uh, I'm, I'm speaking in the uh, uh, proper uh, perspective concerning this though I said um, a flow of life goes forth to sons and daughters but nothing flows back and then I uh, uh, copy and pasted First Samuel 9 and 6 First Samuel 9 verses 6 through 9 and he said unto him behold now there is in this city a man of God and he is an honorable, honorable man all that he saith comes surely to pass. Now let us go thither. Peradventure he can show us our way that we should go. And they were looking for direction. Saul said to his servants, But behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is spent in our vessels, and there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What have we, or what do we have? The servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have here at hand the fourth part of a shekel of silver that I will I give to the men of God to tell us our way. And verse 9 says, Before time in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come and let us go to the seer. For he that is now called a prophet was before time called a seer. And I wrote, and I won't read all of this, Saul would not take the men of God's revelation without offering something back. Uh, Saul, before he became proud, would not even request spiritual direction without offering something material, a manifestation of honor to the man of God. So in essence, I'm really talking about uh, the manifestation of honor. So um, I would pray that uh, someone would uh, begin to uh, just kind of tap in here, discuss. I could jump in here. Um this this is a personal story it happened just the other day um, at the service. One of the people in the congregation uh, I wanted to uh, stop me in mid walk 
and say, I have a question for you. And I said, I'm on a mission. And I held up one finger. And they said, I only have a question. And I heard the question out. It was, did we give the pastor anything for Christmas? And I just turned and walked away and continued on my mission. Later, I asked this lady if she had received her answer for the question, thinking that she would ask the other person involved with a pastor's aid committee, and she had not, and yet they were in the same proximity. So I said, get your answer, and she said, no. Uh, Did we give him anything? And I said, yes. No, I didn't say what. But she was satisfied with that, and then she poked in the stomach with her finger and I said I feel very differently although I may look like that. Okay, your your voice is breaking up, uh sir. Um uh can you go back to the stomach or Yeah, she put in the stomach and I said I'm not the Pillsbury Doughboy. Even though I may look like that, I am not him. Yes. And she told me again with a chuckle in her voice. But what I'm saying is this. In leadership, the head may be honored openly, but not necessarily privately, and the people that are under him are rarely honored to the same degree. Amen. Amen. I I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just saying amen. (laughs) Yeah. It, It just seems like There has to be a teaching on how to respect everybody. And and I don't know that people that are in a mindset that they are not uh, educated enough towards proper etiquette can receive that kind of a teaching because they're so set in their ways. It's a mature. That's a mature teaching. Continue, please, sir. Well, if it's a mature teaching, and and these people have been in the church or the way for years, and cannot receive mature teaching, then how do you get them there? Yes. First, you give them. Milk and keep giving them milk until they're satiated, and then when they're ready, give them meat. Some may never get the chance to get meat. Now, when when I say mature teaching, um, I was actually my intent was to say. Uh, I'm in agreement with you, sir, and um, that's mature in what you're saying and should be followed. Amen. And I know that there is immaturity in the body of Christ, etc., but that's that's mature. That is meat, what you're saying right there. A lot of people are overlooked for their years of service. Is that what you're saying also? Well, that's that's also part of it. But 
whether the person has been serving in the church for years or whether they've been there a few years or whether they just came on board and are a part of the leadership team, that shouldn't matter as much as respect everyone in the body and learn how to love one another. Because I, I don't feel that was very much love. Yeah. Yelling at a person across the church, trying to put them in a place of, of uh, subordinate to a question, uh, not respecting the response given to the fact that you're on a mission, meaning you are on a directive from somebody in authority, uh, you know, a, lot of, a lot of disrespect. Amen. And uh, uh, Elder, you're speaking. I think you're speaking in a, uh, a speaker, and your voice is breaking up to some degree. Well, I could be sitting too close to another phone. Now it's much better. That's much better. Okay. So, but that's uh, that's where I'm at at the moment. Amen. Anya, uh, Elder Shank, um, want to comment? Um, this is a prophet Sahati, and um, I was reading. I've been. I'm reading several books right now, but a book that I'm reading a book is uh, by um, Rick Warren. It's God's Power to Change Your Life, and um, as because I, I haven't been on Facebook, you know, in a couple of hours, and so I was at a point where it says being supportive. And I thought it was very appropriate because it was saying that um, it means um, being supportive means talking about building people up rather than tearing them down. Watch what you say to people. Be supportive in your speech. Speak kindly. Then it gives us a verses of Proverbs 5 and 4. Kind words bring life, but cruel words can crush your spirit. So I think that, you know, when we're saying that we need to honor, uh, yes, it's true. We have to honor, um, you know, everyone from the pulpit. To the door because we're all a part of the body. We all have a, a function in the church. Everybody's not going to be in leadership, but their role that they play in the church is very, is very, um, um, is very um, supportive of being supportive of each other. And so we have to respect each other. You know, we have to learn how to love each other first and foremost. Because I'm reminded that when Jesus Christ was ascending into heaven, he told his disciples, he said. I'm going to give you one more commandment, and that is that you learn that you love you one another as I have loved the church. Yes. And so I believe that, you know, when we learn how to truly love each other and stop faking and shaking and playing with each other and having hidden agendas and undercurrent activities going on, you know, uh, tearing each other down, backbiting and doing the things that some of us do. Um, you know, not everyone in the church is doing that, but some, some, some do. But when we start being supportive of each other, and being kind to each other and loving each other, then respect will be an automatic thing because when you love yourself and respect yourself, you will automatically love others. So somebody has to learn how to have self-love, to learn ourselves in order to, just because we're in the church doesn't mean that you love yourself. So when we learn how to love ourselves, we will automatically respect and love everyone else around us, especially those that's in leadership over us. Yes. Amen. So um, um, briefly, then I was um, talking about uh, 
honor. Um, this goes a long way. For example, and I'm getting ready to uh, kind of go off the uh, target here. In New York City, I think everybody's aware of what happened uh, last week, week before, concerning the mayor, the police uh, officers, the two police officers that were shot by a young man. And the uh, mayor comes uh, through, and uh, some of the police officers turn their back uh, backs on mm-hmm. him. Right. Which right. Uh, I know that they may not like what maybe the statements or whatever that he has made, but he's the mayor, and uh, you know they're under him. And I thought that that was a very poor reflection upon those that are called to protect and serve when they are looking for people to uh, respect them. And uh, they nationally uh, turned their backs on the mayor. Um, they did not show a manifestation of honor, but it was dishonor. It was very dis, very dis. Very uh, dis is is the word distasteful? Is is that a true word? Yes. Yep. But um, um, we have uh, the scenario of uh, lack of honor for the uh, president of the United States here. Uh, although um, I'm certainly not in agreement with some of the things that he has uh, uh, decided. But um, and I touched on honor in marriage. Honor with children and uh, uh, parents, and we know that there's a blessing, uh, long life that goes with uh, the the children following uh, to honor your mother and father. Uh, God would grant long life. So God is very serious about this situation called um, scenario called uh, honor. So what other examples or uh, thoughts that you do you have on on this tonight on the word honor or whatever when you started bringing up the uh, mayor and the president and stuff i've always heard the term or or the saying respect the office even if you don't respect the person right and and so it it seems like when that occurs and you show your disrespect of the actions that were performed as an individual, then you also run the risk of being reprimanded, fired, replaced, whatever, uh, because I've seen that happen on several occasions uh, where the person stated an opinion, even though they were doing it in an honorable way, uh, they've been let go and things. So, you know, a lot of times the the adage, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all, uh, comes, comes into being best served, uh, you know, because anybody can point out a problem. Yes, but not everybody can point out any solutions, let alone several to choose from. 
And so when I deal in uh, my work situation, if I point out a problem or a point a problem has been pointed out, if I'm going to talk about it, I always have anywhere from three to five options or solutions that they could choose from. Whether they choose to select any of them or not is immaterial. But I always propose options. Yes. And so it, it doesn't look like you're the complainer that way, but a person that's trying to assist the team. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You're trying to uh, help. <laughs> mm-hmm. Instead of find fault, just simply find fault. Yep. Now, the Shank, Prophesani, what's on your heart, on your mind? Um, right now, I'm, I'm um, for me, we're talking about children and, and honor. I, I, I think I've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now with some of my associates here, and I, I would actually I know we discussed this in one of my class, and uh, we were talking about. Um, we're talking about honor, and uh, it reminds me of Noah and his children. And yes. so, you know, he, Ham and uh, Shem and, and his, his uh, Josephat, uh, when uh, the youngest boy, when he went in, and, he, you know, after Noah had gotten drunk and was naked and his son, he came in and he saw his father naked. And he laughed and he, you know, made fun of, made fun of the father. He laughed. It was disgraceful for him to do that. So when he went and told the older brothers about it, then the older brothers, you know, they went in. They didn't look at their father's nakedness. They walked in backwards and covered their father up, you know. And so when the father, when, when after Noah, you know, became more cognitive and they explained to him what had happened, he was angry and he was upset with his son, you know. And so a lot of times when we do things, you know, we, we're dishonoring people and we're, we don't really know what, what, what that can bring about or what it causes. So we have to be careful. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, whether you like that person or whether you feel that that person deserves that, should be in a position that they're in or whatever, because basically whether you honor that person or not, you don't take anything away from that person. That person's still going to be who they are in God, regardless of whether you accept it or believe it or not. And so basically we have to really, you know, especially when you're dealing with prophets and prophetess and, and you know, apostles and, and people that are holding these positions that God has given them, You, who are we to say who God has given and what God has given our job is to honor that person in the position that they're in. And yes. so and so it doesn't matter, you know, whether if it's a missionary, whoever it is, we still have to give honor, whether they're in, in the Christian world or either outside outside of the Christian world, give honor to whom honor is due. Yes. And it's, it's, not, it's right. not difficult. It's very easy, you know, and, and we need to learn that, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking about um, my nephew. He came. He lives in Texas. He came to Tucson, Arizona. You know, he works for the airline. So, but he he came to Tucson for for an anniversary, and and um, I had kind of advised him a little bit, but you know, he was really in, 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 in enthusiastic about coming. So when he came, he was afterwards he was very disappointed and very upset about the things that had went on and what had happened. You know, but I had you know, but because of, there was a lot of dishonor that was going on. And basically they were kind of like when I had told him that you need to pray about this. No, I don't just tell people to do this or do that. I always pray about, you know, something, especially when it's dealing with, with God's people, you have to pray and, be, and wait for the answer and be patient and wait for the answer. But he was extremely disappointed afterwards because of the lack of honor that was given to him and his wife. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. So true. Well, I there heard, are, uh, yes, go ahead, please. There are some people who just <clears throat> do not know how to be subordinate and respectful. They have uh, not received proper upbringing or teaching while they're growing up about about this. And so they act foolishly because of lack of training. And it becomes ingrained in them and they know no other way to to respond in a given situation. However, if if you you are able to spend some time instructing them and such, it's kind of like what you do at work with your uh, uh, subordinate. She uh, she is learning how to be respectful and. Uh, she she is learning what it means to honor and respect someone. Uh, it's something that can be taught and is should be through normal upbringing, but sometimes it's not because parents don't know what it means and they're disrespectful. Yes, yes. But... Uh, the person in need of instruction needs to be mentored very carefully sometimes to get to the point where they understand what what it's all about. Amen. Uh, I guess uh, with that, I, I'm finished. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So uh, others, I've got a few more minutes before I have to uh, to leave. Um, so let me just share something that just came to my mind. So, uh, Elder Earl, you you came from Indiana to see your brother and his wife, right? Right. right. So you took you took of your time to honor them with your presence. Okay. That builds that builds that fortifies the relationship that right. you have. And I'm just saying, in a sense. Uh, you honor them with your presence, mm-hmm. and so uh, honor um, brings a blessing, and uh, dishonor in any uh, way always brings a curse in our lives. And I just wanted to just uh, say that. That's all. <laughs> when you yeah. go see your mother, you go see your father. Right. Uh, you honor them. Right. God, God likes that, if you will. The the parents like that. Uh, it's the right thing to do. So uh, one of the keys I think for uh, fruitfulness in our lives in 2015 is to understand uh, aspects of uh, honor and uh, the curse of dishonor in our life. Well, I'm kind of finished, Amen Saints. I told you I was going to be on here short because I have to take a ride and uh, and get my wife who's got to work on uh, New Year's Day. And I'm going to go honor her by, uh, and I honored her because I told her that I'm going to drive Miss Daisy to work. Uh, 
Foster. You do that. You do that. <laughs> oh, who's this on the uh, who's this on the call? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. I, 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 I see you. So even though she could have drove to work, I said, well, I'm going to uh, uh, drive Miss Daisy to work. I'm going to oh. honor her so she can get in the car and just kind of lean back. Yep. I'm sowing into her life. Uh-huh. I'm, honor, right. I'm honoring her. And I think a lot of times, you know, if just treating people nice, just being kind to people, and that's in in a sense a form of honor, honoring them, honoring the relationship that you have with one another. Yeah. So very briefly, maybe five minutes, uh, uh, Elder uh, Toby, Pastor Toby, uh, we're talking about uh, honor on, on the phone, uh, on the call here, and I just want to kind of give you five minutes because I have to leave, but don't want, don't want to cut you off. Uh, yes. Please just share something. And can we are you referring to honor? Uh, yes, but it doesn't have to be that. Uh, I just have to get off in five minutes. That's <laughs> I just want to give you. I just want to honor you and give you the opportunity to share something on the call. Well, happy New Year to all the saints of God that that uh, are on the line and those who weren't able to make. It. We pray uh, the health of God for everybody. My wife and I are from the grave. We are sitting on the hill ministry. We had a wonderful uh, watch night service. We had a total of 10 people that showed up. Amen. Real cold. I mean, it was cold. But they came out and the whole church had his way and it was a wonderful time. We even got one that came back to Christ. Thank the Lord. We're thankful to God for that. We're thankful uh, for a man of God like yourself, Papa. Thank God for using you and giving us the, uh, the fortuitiveness to go forward in him and never give up no matter what. So I'm grateful that my wife is here. She's driving. We're on our way home, so we weren't going to miss the call. We didn't want to miss the call. I thank God for how he's uh, worked in our life and how he, he called us to uh, to do what we do, and and he did it in his own time. It wasn't our time. It was his time. We were patient to wait for things to happen that is, are happening right now. Amen. We had a call from our mother in the ministry, if I could say that word, uh, of the man who married uh, Deborah and I, her uh, husband. He was passed. And the words he, uh, she left with us, and he used to leave with us all the time, was the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Amen. Amen. So we thank you, we thank you for um, just uh, your words. Amen. We want to uh, recognize uh, uh, Pastor Deborah. I know you're driving and you maybe you can't talk, but just want to acknowledge you also. Oh, praise the Lord. Um, I think my husband's story, he just said it all. We're um, so grateful to God for all of you, so grateful to God for the fellowship. Last night's worship service, I'm, I'm still on cloud nine. Just at watching God, um, my greetings and my love to everybody. I thought I heard Pastor Hardy's voice. Um, I haven't had a chance to send her a text to tell her I love you. Uh, but I, I do. I, I and no, no dishonor to you at all, Apostle. But I do have a special love for the women. Um, women of God um, 
are very special people. Not that men aren't, but uh, they they uh, they endure times uh, very uh, praise and worship of the Lord. So uh, that's that's honoring you, Apostle. We love you. We thank God for you in our lives. All of the men and women on the call. Praise God. Well, amen, amen. And give uh, our love. I'm sorry, forgive me. What, what's that? I said, please give Evangelist Brenda our love as well, please. I, I will do that. And uh, um, uh, Pastor Earl, I'm going to honor you by coming by Saturday to see you before okay. you leave. God bless you. Uh, so uh, I thank the Lord, amen, tonight for uh, this uh, brief uh, call. We thank God for everyone. We pray that you have a, a blessed and prosperous um Amen. Hallelujah. Um, that God would um, certainly get the glory in, in in your lives. And as the woman of God preached at our service, watch night service last night coming out of Daniel 7.25, where it's referring, I think, to the Antichrist, saying, you know, his attempt to wear out the saints, her topic was, uh, he will not wear me out. And I uh, just want to say, repeat that, um, message topic to everyone on here that uh, um, um, because of the goodness of the Lord, Amen. Because our because God is good, because uh, the Lord is our keeper, uh, that uh, we will not be wore out uh, through life's uh, situations. We will not be stressed out. <laughs> that we will do. We would reign uh, in Christ, you know, because of His. Uh, uh, because of the victory that he obtained uh, at Calvary. So I thank God for you. I've got to step out. I'm just going to ask um, um, uh, uh, Elder Earl, would you please kind of dismiss us, please? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for allowing the roundtable to be a, a unit that is being used to produce project thought in your direction, Lord God, and we just ask that you would bless each and every person that was able to be on tonight, Lord God. Continue to pull and and, uh, direct those, Lord God, that need to be here to give them a scheduled time, Lord God, to make a way to where there seems to be no way. Lord God, increase the territory that is being produced here today, and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you all. Amen. God bless you all. I'm going to release you all. all right. have, have a blessed new year. Everybody have a blessed time. Um, are you there, Pastor Toby? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I've been trying to get in contact with you guys. Will you call me when you can? Amen. That sounds good. Okay. Yeah, Stephen, after the call. Okay. Love you. Love you, too. All right, now. Okay, good night. Hallelujah. Yes, I'll be looking forward to talking to you guys. All righty, all righty. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, good night. Good night. Good night. You drive prayerfully now, Apostle. He's already off the line. Okay, he's gone. Yes. All right, we're calling when we get on. We're just about home now.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.